You're listening to Gen X Gamers Podcast. Day and welcome to the Gen X Gamer Podcast, the podcast for all those Gen X gamers out there who just are just trying to fit in an extra moment of gaming into their lives. This is your host, Kid Aquarius, and I am so excited to be back with you. It is season three, episode one of season three, and I have no choice but to begin with a major apology. I left this huge cliffhanger in season two after episode six. I just disappeared. I am so sorry. How can I do that to all of my listeners, all eight million of you? Okay, maybe not quite eight million, but gosh, you know, life just happened and a few things got in the way and before I knew it, just it all got away from me. But I am excited to be back back with season three. I have been missing this. I've been missing with the interactions with my colleagues, my friends who join me as guest hosts, and even the people who listen when I interact with you and you ask questions and talk and chat. I just miss all of that. So I'm excited for season three of Gen X Gamers to get back, to get rolling and I have some exciting things planned for us. This season, I, I'm planning currently eight to ten episodes, eight for sure, that will take us through the holiday season. It seems very fitting because these episodes are really going to hone in on focus on three big things. Number one, oh my goodness, if uh, you know, if our election wasn't big enough, it's time for an even bigger decision to be made, and that is the real decision of 2020, Xbox versus PlayStation, with the release of the new consoles imminently coming this week. It seems very, very pertinent that we take a look at Xbox versus PlayStation, the past, the future, and we'll take a few episodes to do that and at one point even do a review on the new consoles when they come out. Also, It's holiday time, it's Christmas time, and we need to celebrate this year because not only are we celebrating the important things that come with the holiday season, but we're celebrating that 2020 is coming to an end. So we should be doing some major gift giving. With that in mind, I plan on pouring through my holiday purchasing guide, giving you ideas of what you can do for your kids, for your significant other, for your favorite best friend, What games should I be buying these people? Video games, board games, whatever games. We are going to give you some ideas with regards to navigating that purchasing uh, world out there. And then last but not least, we have an exciting announcement. The first official product of Gen X Gamers. We are going to be doing a launch through Kickstarter at the end of this. Uh, Hopefully, if the time frames work out, and we will be pushing a book called The Art of Being the Dungeon Master. So, gosh, lots of cool stuff that we are here to talk about over the course of the next eight episodes. And I really want you to know that as anybody who listens to this podcast and downloads it and participates, that if you are just listening in 
like the first part to check out the gaming news in a minute, and then that shows subject matter or 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 whatever we're going to be talking about. If that doesn't interest you and you don't listen, that's okay. I'm glad you just jump in just to hear my voice for a moment and listen to the gaming news for a minute, or maybe that day's episode intrigues you and you listen to the whole show. Either way, thank you for being a part of it and participating. Um, it does a lot for me, and I hope that you know you guys enjoy listening to it as well, right? Awesome. So today's show, with that in mind, like today's show is about... Xbox versus PlayStation, mostly historically, right? Because all we can do is forecast what the new consoles are going to be like. But really what we're going to talk to uh, about today is historically, how does the PlayStation and Xbox match up? And I have a couple of guests that will be with me. One of our recurring guests, my good friend out in California, Callie Chris, better known with his gaming name, Nightshade. He will be with us, as well as Cousin Kurt. That's right, Cousin Kurt. I've heard about him for years, and now I get to engage with him on this podcast. He is a PlayStation fanatic, I believe, or so I've been told. So we are going to jump in and discuss PlayStation versus Xbox with those two. Should be a great episode. I can't imagine that there is a Gen X gamer out there who does not have an opinion about Xbox versus PlayStation. So, get buckle up. That's what today's going to be all about. But before we go there, of course, it is time to launch a new rendition of your favorite segment, Gaming News in a Minute, right? Right? I, I feel like I've misnamed it a little bit. It does take longer than a minute. In fact, I don't think I've had one gaming news in a minute that actually stayed under 60 seconds. In fact, if I was to to line them all up, I think it keeps growing. I don't know where this one's going to come out, but I don't care. So here we go. I, I, you know. It's time for gaming news in a minute. Here we go. With so much news come and gone since our last installment of Gaming News in a Minute, I had to really pull myself back and ask the question, what is relevant right now? I mean, what do those Gen X gamers out there need to know about to be relevant and interested? Well, that's easy. You simply aren't really a gamer right now if you haven't heard of the game Among Us. This week, it hit, hit hit over 200 million downloads. It's as popular as face masks and butt wipes were back in March. For those Gen X gamers who don't know what I'm talking about, you can download and play it on phones, iPads, computers. It hasn't quite reached consoles yet. This multiplayer party game puts you on a spaceship where one or more of you are labeled as an imposter, and the rest of you have to go and figure out who it is and try and vote the killer off. But do it before you get offed. Or the game is over. It's a stupid game. Getting its roots from Clue or even that in-person party game Mafia. But it's caught on and people are finding relationships on it. You should give it a go. I mean, I guess it's cool if you were sitting on the can and need something to do for five minutes. Perhaps the game is popular because of our need to socialize right now. With being socially distanced. Any way where we can get together with big groups of people and, and pretend that we have common interests like, you know, 
who the killer is among us, I guess we should do it. So this pandemic has increased the need for these party games. I personally prefer Fall Guys, which is another one that's pretty popular. It released in August, and personally, I would choose party Fall Guys over Among Us. And, you know, it's pretty cool. If you jump on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash you will see several episodes of me and Dinkins jumping over swinging bars, bars, turntable platforms, jumping through hula hoops, while trying to be the ultimate survivor, uh, a la Wipeout, if you can remember that TV show. You guys remember that show with that beautiful host? Oh, man, she was beautiful. I crushed all over her. Anyway, and if that is still just way too out there and you need something a little more familiar, you can just download Evil Apples on your phone and indulge your smutty minds in that crass Cards Against Humanity style gameplay where ingenuity and creativity mean absolutely nothing. It's just who can pick the dirtiest card. Either way, the world is definitely a different place than it was eight months ago, isn't it? Heck, I mean, they're even holding graduation ceremonies and after parties through Animal Crossing. I didn't make that up. Google it. Bing it. Whatevs. I'm just telling you, even the gaming world has changed. But I want to talk real gaming now, right? Let's get some real news here. I'm going to keep this real short. I know my listeners must love Mass Effect. So I'm just going to put out there that not only are the remastered editions of this trilogy going to be coming early 2021, but even more importantly, it is confirmed that the next chapter in the Mass Effect universe is currently being developed. Unlike movie franchises, it is hard for me to ever say no to certain gaming blockbusters like Halo, Zelda, Call of Duty, Mass Effect is definitely in that class. Bring it on. That genre needs high-quality awesomeness. Heart emoji shepherd. Miss that guy. Ending on this uh, gaming news in the minute, I, I, I got to talk about the game of the year for me, Apex. I mean, I still can't get enough. I know I keep harping on this game, but, you know, I, I, I got to say the amount of cheaters I've come across has decreased significantly, or I've just become that good. Maybe I'll imagine the latter. Regardless, season, season seven is out with significant changes, a beautiful cloud city that even Lando would be proud to chancelize, and they have clans that you can join. We have our clan. You should come join us, GXG Nakama. Come be part of our fun. And there's a new character, a Scottish lass, that I quite enjoy, especially considering I just found out that my ancestors were lords of Scotland owning lands in a castle. I feel like I'm, I'm discovering my roots when I play her. So, you know, Apex has a lot to offer. If you're wondering what you should be playing, I'm still pushing that game. And you have the new season that just released. And that is your gaming news in a minute. We will see you after the break. Hey, all, welcome back. This is Kid Aquarius. I am so excited for this segment of the podcast. I did a little teaser before, of course, we went into gaming news in a minute, and my teaser was with the huge launch of these consoles. You know, the country decided some stupid decision last week about their president, but the more important decision this week is PlayStation versus Xbox, since these two consoles are going to be coming out, new new, new generation um, of these consoles. And so I thought I should get some experts on here and uh, get some Generation X experts on here. 
and uh, discuss PlayStation versus Xbox, this decades-old argument that is now going on several decades worth. Uh, Before we get to that, though, I probably should introduce them. So let's start with uh, Nightshade, Mr. Callie Chris Maggard. Uh, Welcome back. Oh, it's so fantastic. Uh, Now that we've been stuck inside with COVID, I've been missing... uh this show and the opportunity to speak with uh, friends closely, you know, evermore. So it's just fantastic to be with you all again. Likewise. And a very special guest. I always have special, I, I always introduce as a special guest when it's their first time on the show, because, you know, that's, that's something special. Everybody's bored of nightshade. So I am excited to invite onto the show Cousin Kurt. Yes, his name is Cousin Kurt until I find out what his avatar name is. But uh, Kurt, welcome to uh, Gen X Gamers Podcast. Thanks for being here. Thank you. It's good to be here representing the PlayStation Nation. Uh, well, there you go. The line's, line's already been drawn. Hey, Kurt, just do a quick introdu- introduction of yourself uh, in, in terms of uh, as a gamer. What's your, what's your gaming introduction? Tell us about it. Oh, boy. It's uh, changed since I've become old and uh, fragile, so um, I don't know. I probably am buying six or seven games a year, maybe, maybe six instead of 15, 20. As before, just a lot more selective, but I've been a gamer since I was running around in diapers playing Mario and been gaming ever since, so hey, I good think- place to be. Yeah, Kurt, no, I think that is the defining characteristic of a Generation Xer right there, is this idea that, listen, I don't have time for the 25 to 35 games that I used to pour through when I was a kid. Now, you know, let's just dig through the crap. I've got time for maybe five or six games a year max, so it better count, right? Okay, guys. What's that? Apex is a good filler. Some of the... um, Fortnite, my kids love that. But something that you can get on and play for like half an hour, like you don't have to get involved and deep dive into a game where you can just kind of jump on and bang out a half hour. Or if everyone falls asleep and you're up by yourself, you can get throw a few hours in there. I so. totally agree. Yeah, that's that's kind of where we're at now in life. Okay, so guys, we are here to discuss PlayStation versus Xbox, and I want to think about this historically. So taking out whatever you've heard about next-generation consoles, I want to go PlayStation versus Xbox, starting off with what your experience has been with the consoles, and then, you know, what you would consider the strengths of that console. So right off the bat, Kurt, you're saying your team PlayStation, is that right? Yeah. Okay. And Chris, where are you on this? Um, you know, I am more of a recent console person. You know, I've come from a hardcore PC gamer background, but, uh, you know, my friends and family either have a PS or an Xbox. And so I've had to move in that way for the social part of gaming. So I'm going to be a little bit uh, in the middle and, uh, I have thoughts about both. Okay, I love it. Let's start with you, Kurt, then. Talk to us about PlayStation. I, I know that you are by far the more most uh, uh, expert opinion out of the three of us on, on the PlayStation. I'm not going to share my history with it just yet, but talk to us, Kurt. Why are you team PlayStation? For me, uh, with gaming, it's it's all about the games. 
Um, like graphics are great. Uh, which console's more powerful? Like there's, you could talk about 20 different things about each console and pros and cons, but I think it just comes down to games. And for me, there's no question the games have been on the PlayStation. I've, um, I have, I've had Xboxes before. I had the Xbox. I got an Xbox one just handed to me for free um, almost a year ago. Didn't come with, it only came with DJ Heroes. I'd like a DJ game and I never really got into that. But I've played, I've played through the Gears games and I've played through the Halo games and I've enjoyed them. Uh, and they're a lot of fun for me, but it's like, you know, eight hours of a fun campaign versus like playing The Last of Us, which will like, I'll remember when I'm 80 sitting in a retirement home with no teeth. I'll, you know, I'll be thinking back on Ellie and Joel and the, the traumatic journey that game uh, brought into my life. So yeah, tell, for me, it's all about games. Expand on that. Then if, if, if it's all about games, I want to hear about your experience with last of us. Obviously that is, I'm assuming maybe the most impressionable game out of the PlayStation that you've experienced and that I've heard from other, mm-hmm. you know, PS players, what was your experience with that game, Last of Us? Um, the first game, I really didn't know what, what I was expecting other than it was gorgeous. And um, I love the company that made it. I've played uh, the Drake's, the Uncharted games and stuff, and they're incredible games. So I was like, oh, I'm sure it's good. But man, it takes you on the most intense emotional roller coaster. And um, it's fantastic. And I've, I've played the game, I don't know, six times. I've played every difficulty, like every little scene you go through, you can do it in completely different ways. And like, I've, I've never been as scared playing a game. Certain parts of the game are like terrifying. And, um, I've never been like so emotionally connected to a game, like 20 minutes into the game, you're just like frozen and you, your heart's beating and you just feel for this guy. And like, you're, it's fantastic. The whole journey, the whole game is just amazing event after amazing event. It's, uh, and I think Chris just got done playing through that six months ago or so. Chris, is that right? You played last of us. You know, that's right. I, um, we didn't talk about this, but cousin Kurt comes from um, him being my cousin. Uh, so I've grown up with uh, gamer cousins and uh, you know, every family gathering, you know, back in the day, we'd go over to Blockbuster and rent a few games no one had ever tried and then stay up all night long and just squeal and pee our pants, basically jumping up and down, <laughs> have Street Fighter 2 battles until, uh, you know, we fell over and screamed. Um, but, you know, throughout the modern years, you know, again and again, uh, Cousin Kurt and my other cousin just telling me, you know, you're missing some of the best games ever. The, the reason people buy PlayStations is because of these exclusive games. And then for me... I've never had a PlayStation, but because PlayStation finally came out with uh, um, the the uh, PS Now, now. I'm sorry, PS Now, I was able to uh, play some of those exclusive games through my PC, get into the PS world. And so I just played The Last of Us uh, maybe six months ago. And yeah, it was even though it was made, uh, you know, a decade ago, it still had that emotional impact. And then I can see why. You know, people would choose the console based on these sets of exclusive games and then the extent that Sony goes to, like, uh, have these long-standing relationships with the studios and, you know, that deep um, 
I guess, interaction that they have to be able to have like the best game that no one else is going to be able to play unless you have our system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, Great Kurt, day. did you cry playing the last? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, for sure. Second one. Second one. Yes. And the second one they improved on, like the gameplay mechanics in the first one were a little clunky. Um. But, I mean, the game, you easily overlook it. It's not like a big obstacle that you're like, oh, I can't get over this. It, you, you still get in the game. And the second one improved on everything. But the stuff that you have to go through um, emotionally through the second game without being spoiler-free is uh, is hard. It's, it's much worse than the first one. And so I really don't have, like, a drive to go back and play through it again, which <laughs> is kind of sad because, like, I don't want to go through that. Like, I don't want to revisit those emotions and that The trauma. trauma. <laughs> and how, how many times have you played uh, played through the, the first one? Yeah, probably six. Yeah, he I said mean, every six. difficulty, and uh-huh. it's, it's fantastic. That is fantastic. So, uh, okay. So obviously, you know, I hear what you're saying about games. I have, I never, I did not buy the PlayStation 4. Well, I did, but then I sold it to some guy who needed it for a Christmas present because I'd bought it right when it came out. But I did buy a PlayStation 3. And I bought the PlayStation 3 specifically so that I could play games, right? So that exact argument. I bought it so that I could play Heavy Rain, so that I could play Uncharted, and so that I could play Ki no Kuni. And, um, and, and so I bought it specifically just for gaming or for specific games. Let me ask you then, do you see, have you experienced anything that you would consider a weakness of the PlayStation when comparing it, comparing it to the Xbox? Um, I think the power it's the Xboxes usually seem like statistically had to have higher power in the consoles and better capabilities. Gotcha. But I mean, you can say that, but it's, um, I don't know that there's really been games that have like made that like a clear point. Push that limit. On paper, it's, it looks like it could probably do better and process more than the PlayStation can. But when you've seen games like God of War and, um, and then you're looking at like Xbox games, it's like, where's anything that looks like that? Where are those graphics on the Xbox and, I, I haven't played a ton of Xbox games. I've played um, kind of the more popular ones, like at friends' houses, and I've, I've had the consoles a few times, kind of like what you did. Like, you had it for a short while, and we gave our um, last Xbox, we got a Wii and an Xbox just for free. Somebody gifted them to us, and we just gave them to people for Christmas who, you know, we thought might be short on gifts or something like that. We just gave it to them because I didn't want to go get all invested and go buy all the peripherals and extra controllers and games and because I'm, I'm happy where I'm at right now. And there wasn't anything out there like calling me like, you've got to come over to Xbox because of this game. Yeah, you know, yeah. There wasn't anything like that. So Okay, Chris, what about you? Where do you sit on this? Um, obviously, you haven't owned a PlayStation. You have an Xbox, and we know you're a PC guy. Let me ask you, what do you like about the Xbox? Let's, let's build this baby up. It can't be just Team PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, the Xbox, the Game Pass... Uh, you know that I got as soon as I got my Xbox, Xbox, I suddenly had access for the first time ever to, you know, a hundred or more AAA games, 
And all these games that were like, oh, you know, I'd love to play that, but I, it's not like one of my few games that I get to buy for the year, like you guys are talking about. But suddenly I'm like, get to play all these sort of side games and feel all these flavors. And some of these huge games that I wasn't expecting to love, you know, I got to uh, feel it, you know, and for five or, you know, six hours, some of them, that's all I needed. But it was like, wow, I experienced it. And then I move on and I was able to play, you know, like 30 or 40 games that I never would have played. Mm. And I think that was really powerful. Um, I mean, I got the PS Now. I just finished one year subscription with it. But the PS Now, it has over a thousand games right now. But uh, most of those are much older. Um, a lot of them are not the big games. And so I was uh, I didn't compare to the Game Pass. Gotcha. Uh, which which had you know a lot of some games were from the moment they released they were already on the Game Pass and I was playing it on my Xbox you know bef- you know the day you could buy it and uh, download it that's I was, huge I already had it for free you know kind of the Netflix streaming generation and I think for me that's a huge uh, uh, change and I, I think Xbox is winning that battle and then uh, I know we're sort of talking historic now but uh, Xbox has now bought. Bethesda. Yeah, that's a big uh, one. I was going to bring that up. And uh, we're, you know, people first thought is kind of from the old way of thinking of, oh, they're buying these so that they can have more better exclusives than PS4. Because I think uh, Xbox has sort of over time lost the exclusives battle. Yeah. But now I think they're not just buying it to keep it away from Sony users and PS users, but. Uh, as part of that subscription service where they can really plan out without having to ha- create a license agreement with that company, uh, plan out the resources of like this would be the best time and have a complete control over you know, allowing uh, certain games. I know they're buying more and more studios, and now they're looking at um, buying um, some different studios in Japan. Wow. But that uh, the breadth of, and in, uh, of games, but also uh, you know, I'm a PC user. And so I can just basically get on my PC and put on the Xbox app and I can be playing, um, you know, directly from my Xbox or, um, you know, I can I, any game that uh, I have on the PC that's uh, cross play or not. Uh, I can jump on um, the Xbox app and jump into the party chat. So it's like I'm in the Xbox only chat. So there's a lot more um, connections than, you know, in the PS4. Uh, there's some games like I can play, but uh, this I wouldn't have a native uh, compatibility. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, the, that that Microsoft name and uh, that part I think is really uh, big for me. So I, uh, you know, there's a lot of talk about the DualSense controller that's going to come with the PS5. Uh, Kurt, you've owned both of these, and Chris, I'm sure you have a little bit of experience with the PlayStation Paddle. But historically speaking, I do have to say. I love the Xbox paddle. I mean, it's just ergonomically nice for your hand, and it seems to just be very comfortable. And historically, PlayStations has been a little more like, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta arch your hand a little bit more than maybe comfortable or natural. At least that was my experience with it. I don't know. What do you think about that, Kurt? In terms of of paddles between the two consoles, uh, I think Xbox would have the advantage there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I I like their controllers a little more. I don't I don't dislike the PlayStation one. Or I don't feel like it's uncomfortable, but like holding the Xbox controller, it just kind of like fills your hand in more naturally. Gotcha. And I I like that. I have the um I have the PS5 
controller. You do uh, the dual sense yeah. one. Yeah. Uh. It's fabulous. It's, it's a, it's like a perfect blend of the PlayStation controller with the Xbox controller. It feels fantastic. And just the triggers. I like, I haven't hooked it up. I haven't played with it. My PlayStation was shipped shipped today, but uh, just the triggers, they feel great. They just, they feel good. And I've watched a lot of reviews, people reviewing them that are playing them in games and just the little robot game that comes with the console. They're like the thing they're most excited for about the next gen is the controller, which is really cool. I like, they're like, this actually feels next gen ish. I, I have to say, I've watched those same videos and I am jealous that you even have one in your hands. Those, uh, those dual sense controllers, they look pretty dang awesome. And all of those different feelings that it's supposed to, uh, create, you know, uh, to create that sensation. Wow. That's awesome. So you snagged yourself a PS5. You, you were on, you were hanging out and ready for it. Well, it wasn't even me. I was on break at work and my buddy says, I grabbed one. I think there's another one available, but it had been 45 minutes that he text. So I just texted him and said like, oh yeah, I want one. Is it, is it still there? Like knowing dang well, I wasn't going to get one. Yeah. It's not going to be that long. 45 minutes later. It's like four seconds later, they're gone. So I called, he called me and uh, he's like, well, let me check. And he goes, oh, it's not available. And he refreshed and he goes, give me your credit card number now. <laughs> and I'm fumbling at the gas station, you know, rambling it off as quick as I can. And he's, we got it. So that it was is cool. So I slid in in front of my cousin, my, our other cousin Lee, the third of our little trio was on the other line texting him like, I want it too. And I had got in moments before and landed one. So I still need to get one for my kid, but. That is awesome. I'm excited. I'm excited to get one. I would. I, w- I wouldn't be getting one if it wasn't for a friend. So. Yeah, for sure. I missed that. I can't believe I missed it. I just have hit myself over the head. I just passed a GameStop earlier, and there was already a line forming out there. And I'm like, and it's a blizzard here the last two days. And I'm thinking, oh geez, I'm too old to do that now. I'll just have mm-hmm. to wait a couple months. That's cool. So uh, you know, when you look at next gen consoles, um. What excites you most about uh, moving forward with the next gen? Who wants to go? Either of you. Shoot, Chris. Um, I mean, I, I was not really a social gamer until, you know, the last two, maybe two years. Until then, I kind of resisted um, sort of these online social world games. I just like gaming was like the time it was just me. I got to get it deep into my story take a little break from my life and refresh. But now that I've discovered that, you know, I can do that with uh, my favorite people in the world and we can experience that together. It's even brought it on a, a bigger level. And I think, uh, you know, console in a w- somehow does that stronger for at least certain people than, than um, the PC. And I'm really excited for the uh, other opportunities uh, i want a lot more cross play you know i've been just begging for cross play for a long mm-hmm. time and there's been more cross play maybe between xbox and pc and now you know several games like apex just barely had its new season launch and it's the first time it's ever it's going to be cross play uh the call of duty modern warfare has cross play so it's like uh, i'll be connected with my family again <laughs> you know for me it's like the xbox is like my friends you know yeah. like Corey and others and then my family is like ps users so, you know it's like this like you got to choose your tribe but, <laughs> you were you were caught in the middle <laughs> but i'm hoping we can kind of go away from the exclusives battle um 
I know that's sort of uh, PlayStation's power, but uh, it will allow us that I just need a, one of the next gen consoles and then I'll be able to like, communicate, play with others. Uh, but I know this console, even though it's next gen, um, until now, you know, each console that came out, like the graphics were so fundamentally different. It was like the world changed. Mm-hmm. But this one, um, I mean, the loading times are going to be much less. But, you know, I look at the games and it's not like, you know, suddenly you're in virtual reality. But before it was like pixagons. Or, sure. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge jump. Hard, but, and so, uh, I mean, I, I'm really torn, actually, which one I'm going to get. I realize, like, I have to get one of them uh, because, uh, and you know, as a media station as well you know now I, I just when i need to just do something now i don't want to fire up my computer have to go through things you know i just hit the button and it's on and and it's already kind of saved where i'm at you yeah. know and i jump into netflix for my kids or you know whatever it is yeah i was and, gonna say my guess is selfishly you would go with the playstation for your family you'd go with uh xbox <laughs> well you know and i was I, I was thinking too of like well i'll have one of each but then I have like, you know, I've got like five or six Xbox controllers. I'm like all set up. I mean, they wouldn't work on the new Xbox probably anyway, but That's they true. work on my PC really well, just plug and play. And so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm thinking too, you know, if you have the PS4 or Xbox One and you're not able to jump into the next generation, you know, from the get go, are you going to be left behind? Yeah. Or is there going to be, you're going to be playing the same game still and it just won't be quite as uh, beautiful? So I, that's still, uh, I think, a mystery for all of us. We will be reviewing that soon. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Okay, Kurt, what are you looking most forward to to your PlayStation? Uh, I, I would say games again. I mean, for me, it's all about the games. I love being able to play with Chris. The Apex, I just stopped playing that a couple months ago, but now it's like, oh, now we can play together. We've been talking about it for a year that we've played it, you know, and I was a hardcore Apex guy for up until about a month ago. And now it's like, oh, wait, I can play with Chris. That would be awesome. Like, I've only ever played it once with, like, a group of people. And, like, it was very different than just, you know, jumping into solo squads and mobbing around with people. So, I don't know. I'm excited for the the technology. I'm excited to see how they use the controller within games. Um, like, I think it's a lot – it can pull you into the game a lot more than, like, the PS4 pad where it's just a swipe big giant button in the middle. Like, nobody really did much with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, this seems like it's going to, um, bring you really bring you into the games. Like I just did VR at my nephew's this weekend and, um, played like a Darth Vader game for like an hour and was like sick. And I was like the lightsaber game funky and yeah. And like, I got out of there like 45 minutes in it and I was just like, I've had to go sit down and I needed some <laughs> motion sickness, something like I was like, Oh, that was neat. But like some of the stuff, like I couldn't get the right button in my hands, trying to twist the knob for five minutes. It was kind of frustrating. I don't, I don't think we're to VR yet, but I think little advancements like the controller and stuff like that will, um, even with fun, silly games, like just get that immersion going and kind of pull you into the game and, and make it a little cooler of an experience. And I like the competition though. And the, the buying of Bethesda, was terrible because I'm an oblivion junkie. Like I don't care about yeah, like, Doom right? and some of the companies and some of the games they they may have rights to. I I don't really care. But the Oblivion games, man, the good role playing game, like I'm in. Like if if it is an exclusive, 
I would dare say I would buy an Xbox just for that game. Well, yeah. How could you not with Oblivion? Like if they go, yeah. if they if they develop more stuff with Oblivion and it's only Xbox, that will pull over 8 million PS players. <laughs> yeah. For yeah, sure. I, would de- I mean, that might be the only game I get on my Xbox for years, but I would go spend 500 bucks or whatever to... To get it, I mean, make that happen. The, the Skyrim and the soundtrack and the, I mean, in, incredible, incredible game. I, I couldn't miss that. So love it. Okay, guys. Hey, I appreciate you for joining me with this inaugural PlayStation versus Xbox. The new consoles are coming out this week. I'm not sure how quickly yours is going to get in your hands out there. I should receive my Xbox this week. I'm excited to uh, set it up and uh, and get rolling with it. And, you know, we'll be giving you some uh, updates and some reviews in the next few episodes as they come. So, hey, Chris, Kurt, thank you for being here with me very much. Honestly, guys, thank you. Okay, all of you listeners out there, once again, thank you for tuning in to this week's Gen X Gamers podcast. Welcome back to Season 3. I will see you next week releasing. Until then, have fun, balance out your life, but make sure you... Make time for gaming because, you know, gaming is life. What can I say? 